Welcome to the Arlington Street Church podcast. Boston Sanctuary since 1729, Arlington Street continues today as a gathering place for progressive people of faith in the Boston metropolitan area and beyond. Please visit ASCBoston.org for more information about this historic Unitarian Universalist congregation. We're located at the corner of Arlington and Boylston Streets in downtown Boston, Massachusetts. Arlington Street Church, gathered in love and service for justice and peace. Unitarian Universalism is a big tent. I say all are welcome. This is a sermon in the confessional tradition. I say it, but I don't really mean it. There are many beliefs and practices that do not belong under this big tent. Some that do, but some that don't. Actually, not everyone is welcome. I started thinking about this when someone challenged me by saying that Unitarian Universalism is in danger of being so open, it's open at both ends and things are falling through. It would be funny if the implication weren't that anything goes and that there's nothing there there. I know when something makes me angry, there just may be some truth lurking nearby. Time to clear this one up, so let's get to it. What is here, here? Unitarian Universalism is non-creedal, but we covenant to live in the light of seven principles. This morning, although all seven are in play, I want to focus on just that first principle, and I hope that every one of us will go forth today with the first principle inscribed on our hearts. Ready? Principle number one. We affirm the inherent worth and dignity of every being. It may be impossible for us to see someone's inherent worth and dignity because they are hell-bent on living an unworthy and undignified life. But it matters that we believe that underneath it all there is worth and dignity. It matters because more often than not, when we treat someone as if they have inherent worth and dignity, when we act as if we ourselves have inherent worth and dignity, it just might begin to manifest. My former congregation included the daughter of the so-called Grand Dragon of Alabama's Ku Klux Klan. She had been raised going to a Klan rally every weekend of her entire childhood until she left home after high school, until she escaped. She was terrorized by her father. We are the kind of people her father loved to hate. Her father is the kind of person I think of when I am working overtime on affirming everyone's inherent worth and dignity. My faith tells me I have to believe it's somewhere in there buried beyond recognition. But because he is unrepentant, the grand dragon is not welcome here. The Unitarian Universalist Church was one of the first and only places this woman had ever felt safe in her entire life. And that's saying something, 
that we can be a refuge, a sanctuary for people escaping all kinds of violence, including hatred, a place where those beliefs and that behavior is beyond the pale. Years ago, I was walking across the courtyard of a big Florida hotel, and I came across a little boy crying pitifully. He was lost. A man arrived on the scene at the same time as I did, dressed in a bathing suit, headed for the pool. He sized up the situation and then just walked away. And he said to no one in particular, NMP, not my problem. That attitude, that behavior is not welcome here. If you don't care about anything but yourself, if you're not interested in learning to care about anything but yourself, if you're unwilling to imagine yourself in someone else's shoes and ways to make it easier for them, Unitarian Universalism is not the faith tradition for you. The great American poet Gwendolyn Brooks said, we are each other's business. We are each other's harvest. We are each other's magnitude and bond. From the KKK to a little lost boy, our first principle says that we stand for something, that we stand for inherent worth and dignity, that we stand on the side of love. And anyone, anyone who thinks this sounds easy hasn't left this sanctuary and walked around in the world much lately. Living your faith is not supposed to be easy. It's hard work, it's good work. Work we do together. Building a road as we walk on it. Building with love, service, justice, peace. When the great spiritual teacher, Maharaji Neem Karoli Baba, was asked how to know God, he replied, serve people, feed people, stop thinking of yourselves. We can live by that directive, striving to love everyone in all our perfectly imperfect humanity, and draw the line when it comes to tolerating hatred or indifference, which are both forms of violence. All this is not to say that once we've arrived here, we've arrived. We are not saints. If you never feel angry enough to do damage, if you never make mistakes, Unitarian Universalism is not the faith tradition for you. You'd be welcome, but you probably wouldn't like us much. I'm told that even the prophets and leaders we admire the most, Mahatma Gandhi and Dr. King come to mind, even they missed the mark and on a fairly regular basis. I myself, I who am in the business, I took vows to try very hard to be good. I miss the mark every single day. But that's the point, we're trying. To be a Unitarian Universalist is to try and to fail and to try again, to speak the truth in love, to honestly acknowledge that we have fallen short 
and to begin again in love. Poet Mary Oliver writes, you do not have to be good. You do not have to walk on your knees for a hundred miles through the desert, repenting. You only have to let the soft animal of your body love what it loves. Tell me about despair, yours, and I will tell you mine. Meanwhile, the world goes on. Meanwhile, the sun and the clear pebbles of the rain are moving across the landscapes over the prairies and the deep trees, the mountains and the rivers. Meanwhile, the wild geese, high in the clean blue air, are heading home again. Whoever you are, no matter how lonely, the world offers itself to your imagination, calls to you like the wild geese, harsh and exciting, over and over, announcing your place in the family of things. The first principle, we affirm the inherent worth and dignity of every being. My friend and colleague, Tony Larson, also known as Parson Larson, the great Unitarian Universalist revival preacher, I kid you not, wrote a sermon called, Why You Should Not Be a Unitarian Universalist, which was sent to me by someone who heard of today's sermon title. It's a doozy. Tony didn't go the principal's route, he just dove into the deep end. Here's a little bit. If there were any perfect beings around, this is Tony, we might let them in here, but since there aren't anyone, anyone who claims they don't do wicked things is either trying to fool others or trying to fool themselves. It is the nature of the human to be evil as well as good. And you should not be a Unitarian Universalist if you're not willing to admit that about yourself. If you think you're too good, you won't like it here. Parson Larson continues, we are intolerant of intolerance. You should not be a Unitarian Universalist if you support the Nazis or the KKK or any other group that believes in oppressing people. Unitarian Universalists are open, but we're not that open. We are closed to things like closure. That is, we are closed to movements or groups that close off other people. And when we say our church has freedom of belief, we mean that in a limited way. You are free to believe whatever you want here, but only as long as it helps you to live a caring and humane life. That's a very real limitation on freedom of belief. He concludes, we do not believe whatever we want to believe. And there are a lot of things we do not believe. We don't believe in limiting people because of their race or color, for example. We don't believe in restricting people on the basis of gender or gender identity. We don't believe in excluding people because of disability. We don't believe in denying rights to anyone as long as they're not infringing on anyone else's rights. We don't believe in destroying the environment. We don't believe that injustice and poverty are just unfortunate accidents that we don't have any responsibility to do something about. These are just a few of the very definite limitations on freedom of belief in this faith tradition. Now there's one more thing, and it's really another sermon, so I'm just going to give you the headlines. 
It's that part about beginning again in love. If you did something that cast you out of Eden, if you have done something, made a terrible mistake, we know that that mistake is not all of who you are. Revelation is not sealed. And while none of us can redo the past, we can commit to a present and a future of love, service, justice, and peace. I have told you before about a man I know whom I will call Peter, who joined my congregation in the aftermath of a tragedy in which in an alcoholic blackout, he drove his truck into a tree, killing his passenger, his wife. At first he told the story, my wife died in an accident. And as he began his recovery in Alcoholics Anonymous, he was able to speak a little more truth. I was driving under the influence. My wife died. And then finally, I was drunk and I killed my wife. He said that he could never forgive himself for her death. The only person who could have forgiven him was dead. And he did not ask our forgiveness. He didn't think it was the right thing for which to ask. What he asked instead was that we uphold him in living a life dedicated to helping the most desperate addicts onto the road to recovery, to ensure that his wife had not died in vain. He never missed an AA meeting. He went to prisons and rehab hospitals to lead meetings, and he took every opportunity to give service in the congregation. He never said no to helping. The man who killed his wife was dead. Peter, living his inherent worth and dignity, was welcome. We sing from the Persian mystic Rumi, come, come, whoever you are, wanderer, worshiper, lover of leaving, though you've broken your vows, thousand times. Come, yet again, come. Beloved spiritual companions, may we affirm the inherent worth and dignity of every being. May we be intolerant of intolerance and closed to closure. Let us try. And when we fail, let us try again and begin again in love. We are each other's business. We are each other's harvest. We are each other's magnitude and bond. Here is a faith devoted to love service, justice, and peace. Welcome.